In the world of COVID, it's clear that you're going to know somebody who has gotten COVID. Or you're going to know somebody who just didn't feel well, and maybe they don't know why. Maybe it was this Omicron variant, or maybe it was a cold, or maybe it was a flu. And we're seeing this happening all across the country. You can add one more name to the list, and his name is Fingers Malloy. It's Eat, hey, Drink, hey. Smoke. <laughs> Yeah, let's never say that again. Where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. I am in the cigar lounge, Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana. Fingers Malloy is at home, sitting in his in his most comfortable PJs. We are we are FaceTiming as we do the show, and so unfortunately, Fingers is sand cigar, but not me. Kids, this is the Diamond Crown Maximus number two from J.C. Newman in conjunction with the Fuente family. This is an Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper, Dominican, in the binder and the filler. It's a Churchill. It's a 7 by 50 That means it is seven inches long. See? Nothing stops him. And uh, the 50 is the ring gauge. That's the diameter of the cigar, how thick it is around. Again, with the laughter right there, it is a beautiful, beautiful look of this dark brown with hints of black, a nice bit of oil coming off the cigar and notes on this as I have just lit this up. You've got the spice of a sun-grown. That's always been the thing for me. The spice of a sun-grown absolutely there, backed by a glorious, glorious piece of wood. And for a cigar that's a 50, I would actually think it would feel a little heavier in the hand, just a little heavier, just a little more. It's a touch light, but the construction is perfect. I'm going to be talking about the cigar throughout, but let's let's worry about friendship first, right? Friendship matters greatly. Fingers Malloy, what happened, man? You have such a healthy diet. Right? You are you are you are such an exercise maven. You True. wrap yourself in bubble wrap before you leave the house. What the hell? <sighs> Uh, apparently, I got caught up in the same wave that millions of Americans have with this. Uh, I'm guessing it's the the Omicron variant because it has not hit me very hard at all. Uh, uh, Saturday, I went and got tested. and uh, So you and, were already uh, feeling it over the weekend. You're already like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, you know, and uh, I had a, uh, some issues with my voice. I still do uh, a little bit of uh, issue with uh stuff of sinuses and uh but that was about it uh and fatigue uh really tired and i thought well i might as well i need to go get tested you know i see fingers mole senior a lot he's 83 um you know he's got some health issues so i didn't want to be around him if i found out that i you know you know was carrying the virus and so i went saturday morning and got one of those uh fast tests the you uh, found one oh it was amazing you're you're finding from what I'm being told that a lot of these pharmacies that are doing it, that they'll open up tests after midnight. So there was nothing Friday evening for me to sign up for. And then I happened to be up after midnight and I checked again and a whole bunch of slots opened up. So I went to a local pharmacy that had an outdoor shed. Oh, so it was, shed. it wasn't the home test. It was the one you go for and they right. take the large carton, cotton swab and stick it right up your nose, right yeah. into the lobotomy. Yeah, and and try to predict the future, um, and so that's what <laughs> that's what I did. 
and uh, it was in like uh, like this little shed, this this little virus shed, and there was a nurse in there, and we we took care of everything. And it's not like it used to be where you would need like a hammer and chisel to get that swab way up there. Uh, <laughs> some of the complaints that you would hear about it, about how painful the test is. It's a piece of cake now, and uh, found out an hour later I had tested positive, and I've been in quarantine ever since. So you're in quarantine in your house. Yes, you got a nice little room there off off to the side and you close the door and you said leave me alone and do you go outside to use the bathroom how does this work i've got a bucket all right uh, yeah you know uh and we make you're sure doing better it. than most <laughs> we, we we clean it once every few days uh no i've got a i've got a bathroom here that uh is, is just for me for the next 10 days and uh i've got a, a sunroom where my studio is set up and i've got a little sectional that i've turned into a bed and i've got a tv uh all i need is a refrigerator and a hot plate and it's a bachelor pad tony so basically this is a dream come true <laughs> this might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to you in the history of mankind uh i, w- I wouldn't say that uh on the air but <laughs> so so the big thing that you have been experiencing uh, wasn't wasn't so much fever, wasn't so much the aches. It was uh, lethargic. It's just being exhausted. Yeah, at this point, it it that's what it is. I, my my voice is still a little messed up, but I'm not having any sinus issues. And like I said, you know, I tested positive five days ago. Um, but for me, it's it's mainly it, it feels like I, I've been hit by a bus, Tony. You know, I, I'll have certain parts of the day where I will have some energy, but for the most part, I I just. I don't want to do much of anything. Just really tired. How do you feel about doing the show? I'm, hey, listen, I'm excited. I'm, I'm working, Tony. It's nice. It's nice to get a little work done. Finally. For right? once. While exactly. you're doing that, I am smoking this Diamond Crown, the number two Churchill, the sun-grown. Um, great, great construction uh, on this thing. It's smoking beautifully, and you can even see fingers. It's, it's burning nice and even. And the draw is lovely. Maybe, maybe a touch tight. But remember, you're dealing with uh, a, a hand-rolled product. You're dealing with it with a piece of art here. Everyone's going to be a little bit different, just a touch different. But the flavor, that is nice. It, 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 it is spice and wood right now, right off the bat. Just lit this up. Remember when you're doing your cigars, first third, second third, final third. Get out your notebook. What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? Do you have COVID? These are the things. <laughs> to, to, do you have gout? Put it down. Put it down on, on, on the book. And when you're smoking, time of day all changes the flavor of a cigar. One of the things we really do need to get into, Fingers, is the, 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 the physical nature of enjoying a cigar, where you are at in your metabolism. What did you eat before? What did you even eat the night before sometimes? And how that can affect Everything and mood affects it. Not feeling a hundred percent absolutely affects it. Have you tried at all to smoke a cigar? Yeah, you know, uh, I think it was Sunday. I was watching playoff football, wild card weekend. Were the Lions and, in it? No, it's it's not nineteen ninety one. But I I was able to go outside because it was it was a beautiful day in Central Indiana on Sunday, uh, probably forty degrees, and I had a cigar and. Uh, it really didn't have I've been very lucky it hasn't affected my palate at all. I'm not having any issues with taste and smell. So I was able to enjoy it. But then it got a little bit colder. And then we, we I went back to what we talked about before, where when it starts feeling like work, it's right. not enjoyable anymore. And it was it was getting too cold to be able to finish the cigar. So I put it out. You know, Richard Payton, who is the cigar sommelier 
uh, here at Blend, uh, I think the first person in America to have that title. He, he defines a good cigar as a cigar that as you're smoking it, you're like, this is enjoyable and you don't want it to end. You don't want that experience to end. That's, that's a good way to mark a good cigar. Right now, uh, this right here, which is coming across as a medium full, this Diamond Crown Maximus Churchill number two, the Sun Grown, um, playing very, very nicely. I think I've got a little more time to spend with it. Uh, the real question is, is it in the humidor at $17 a cigar? 17 to $20 a cigar is where you find this. And right now, the answer is, well, sure, but just maybe not a box of them. We have a lot to get to. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Keep it right here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. You do not need to be pregnant to have a craving. Although, fingers Malloy, if you want to get pregnant, he'll help. He doesn't, he doesn't mind. You know, he's got nothing else to do sitting at home with the COVIDs. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Let's go bourbon. Available at Amazon.com. Nothing says Valentine's Day. Like a gift called Let's Go Bourbon. It is going great on Amazon because of you. It is bourbon recipes. It is bourbon history. Great names in bourbon. Let's go bourbon at Amazon.com. And leave a five-star review while, while you're there. While you are there, please go ahead and do that. The reviews have been great. Uh, you know, I, I feel very, very wonderful in how it, the book's been received. And uh, there are a lot of great recipes. I've been using the recipe for the hot toddy. Have you been hot toddying it? Yes. And it's wonderful, especially, you know, in central Indiana right now, uh, we're experiencing ridiculously low temperatures. So there's nothing like a hot toddy when it's, when it's five degrees outside. We're just lucky we haven't gotten what the other people have gotten, which is some of that insane snow that you've been seeing in parts of, uh, of the East Coast. Uh, Tennessee has been getting snow. It's been nuts. There's been zero. Like, as we record the show today, like, a little bit of flurries. It's like, ah, look at that. Well, is that what it looks like? Because we haven't seen a snowfall yet, which, of course, means it's coming and it will be the end of days. <laughs> this will not be our only remote show. Fingers is at home doing uh, the, the, the show. He is under quarantine, but he found because Fingers Malloy was doing research, five specific steps to stop sugar cravings, according to a brain doctor, which I have to tell you, if you refer to yourself as brain doctor, I don't trust you. That is, that is not very official sounding. Neurologist, cardiologist, you know, that, that, if it doesn't have ologist, geologist, I trust the geologist far more than brain doctor. Doesn't that sound like uh, a term that a guy at the end of the bar at a hotel bar would use to try to pick up a woman? I'm, I'm a brain doctor. <laughs> I will, I'll sometimes buy brain doctor when I'm at the checkout line at a convenience store. There's a little <laughs> bit of brain doctor right there. Like, I'll take two of those. And a scratch off. That's, that's my one, too. So well, the one thing I, I, I will say, I am an absolute believer in this, is that sugar is the enemy of all existence. Sugar is what causes inflammation. Inflammation is what causes people to feel like garbage. It really does uh, affect them. It affects the joints. It affects the way you feel on, on everything. I have no doubt that this is true. I also like cake. So I'm not saying don't eat cake. I am saying that I think it is a pretty rational, at least from my own experiences, uh, a, a solid bet 
that the less sugar, the better. Do you feel like that you can be addicted to sugar? Because I do. Define addicted. Like if you try, if you are a person, let's 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 use a hypothetical here. Uh, let's say I'm addicted to sugar. Or you feel like I'm addicted to sugar. Say I've got what the kids call a sweet tooth. Okay, and I decide, wow, you know what? I'm way too much of a fatty, fat, fat, fat. I should probably try to give up things uh, that have a lot of sugar in it. And so I will decide to stop eating the things with the sugar. And then uh, say if I try cold turkey, I'll walk by a vending machine that has a honey bun uh, three days after I quit. And I'll I'll start getting the shakes and and I want to break the glass to grab the honey bun. To me, uh, and and this may shock you, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a brain doctor, Tony. Oh no, you're not. Like an, it feels like an addiction. I don't know. So so, uh, I, I I would say the difference is, is that you cravings are real, but but addiction. No one ever says. You know, like, like addiction is meth or addiction is crack or addiction can, can be alcohol and people should drink responsibly. No one ever says, you know, I've got, I got kind of a crack tooth. No one says that. So if you could say sweet tooth, right, it's a different kind of addiction. I'm not saying that you don't like it. I am saying that in a world of addiction, which isn't funny, there's addiction and there's addiction. So I think that sometimes when people use that line, they're... They're 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 kind of fooling themselves. It it, it it I don't I don't think that it is that personally, um, but I think there are some people like man I, I I do love it. But you don't have a sweet tooth, really, do you? Uh, because I've seen listen we've 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 hung out enough uh, over the years and during the show you know if if say we're at a restaurant and uh, they bring the dessert cart over because apparently we're in a restaurant from 1970 they bring a dessert cart over right. and say would you like a dessert I would be the first one to grab six while you just say meh and, and let the cart go on its merry way so number one on this list from eatthis.com is quit don't moderate and I believe that's true. I believe that's true. I save desserts for special things, special desserts, things you're never going to find anywhere else or special occasions. Is there a moment where I will be in the store with my wife and the kids and there is like, uh, I, I don't know, like for, from the from the supermarket, they've got the bakery section and there's like a cake and it's on sale for two bucks. And I'm like, yes. And the kids are like, really? I'm like, do you want another one? And they're like, yes, please. And I'll get two. I am. I'm totally that guy. Um but I, I no, I, I, I absolutely agree. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. You don't need it that bad. Absolutely not. Now, number two on the list is to avoid all artificial sweeteners. So I've had people say they have stopped drinking soda and they've lost weight. I'm not that guy. But I've gone through phases of not having soda for two years, and now I have um, a Diet Coke a day. And when, I, when I'm smoking, like, like, like with you, that, that's usually the drink that I have. But I'm not having nine I nurse that Diet Coke. I nurse, I'm nursing a Diet Coke. I'm that <laughs> schmuck. Um, like like, like for, for two hours. And I'm, we're right. talking about like the small little 10-ounce cans, which I love. Like that's, that is, is a way to get the thing that you want, but you're not having as much of it. Those little two, the, the two ounces in the difference of the can does, uh, does make a difference. Or is it, yeah, it's a 12-ounce can. It's a 12-ounce can. Right. Um, I I think I, I get from you know me asking the question about uh, the dessert cart and you going into the list and, and, and your answers. For you, you, you may have a sweet tooth. You just have much better willpower, much more willpower than I have. It hurts too much. 
if I had the ca- capacity to eat bread, you wouldn't be able to get me through the door. <laughs> if I could eat pasta, are you kidding? I wouldn't have time to talk to you. Yeah. That's all I would be doing. Nothing but. This would be called pasta drink smoke. That's all there would be. But I can't. I physically can't do it. It's just, it's just totally awful. Now, number three on this list. This is the first list that, that you've come across. Fingers away where I'm like, this makes sense. Tough it out for two weeks. So there is a theory. And you, I've usually heard this is like 28 days. Something that you do for 28 days becomes a habit. Yeah. And it's true. If you can eliminate these things in your life, the, the, the cravings absolutely go down and you, you resettle yourself. Certainly, if you're somebody who wants to give up coffee, you're going to have headaches for a good two weeks because the caffeine, there's just no question. Also, if you give up coffee, I think you're terrible. <laughs> My love of coffee especially, is growing. Especially with the artificial sweetener. I don't know how you can, if you're going to give up uh, sugar uh, and uh, say, I'm going to go to auto, uh, with artificial sweetener, give that up too. I, I can't drink coffee without some sort of sweetener in it. Yeah, coffee black is difficult. I am actually trying to teach myself to do that with French press and with some trying uh, a, a espresso that way and trying some other coffees to see how it pairs, the different types of coffee pair better with cigars. That's, that's what I've been working on. And, and, and uh, trust me when I say I'm not there yet, but I tell you, I, I, I bought a new coffee maker. Oh, my goodness. Wow. The difference in the coffee. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. We've got the reviews as well. People have been asking, hey, what? Uh, Definitely listening to the podcast and subscribing to the podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Audible, whether it's Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Good Pods, where we are like, we're top 10 all the time. Good Pods is very, very cool. And you guys have been very, very good to us there. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. So get the podcast, eatdrinksmokeshow.com, smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus. This is the Sun Grown, the number two. It is a Churchill 7 by 50 with that sun-grown Maduro wrapper out of Ecuador. Dominican in the binder and the filler. Just really started smoking this, as I said. And uh, I'm a happy man. Spice is actually building. And I'm going to go with a red pepper spice. I'm going to go with, with, there's actually a touch of heat on the tongue. And then there's this wood undercurrent. And right now, a touch of leather. Touch of leather oh, nice. making its way through, and I love that. Fingers Malloy is not smoking a cigar because he's got the COVIDs. Yeah, well, can I at least live a little bit vicariously through you? You know, I'm I'm in the home studio here, but we can still see each other because of uh, modern technology. What a it's unbelievable. We live in. It is. You understand that when Fingers and I started in radio and in, and in podcasting, the equipment was hard to find. It was massively cumbersome. We, suitcases, literal suitcases. <laughs> Filled with gear because you never knew, and it was just a oh, and God bless your soul on an internet connection. Now I, I, I'm at like I could be at a card table with the cell phone, and I'm good. Yeah. By the way, I called it the cell phone, like on my father, who this weekend uh, turns 84. Oh, God bless! Happy birthday! Unbelievable! That would be that would be Papa Cat's 84 years old. Fingers. Oh, that's unreal. Uh, 
and, and again, happy birthday. But living vicariously through you, uh, did you get uh, are you, are you V-cut on that or straight cut? No, straight cut on this uh, right there at uh, where, where the cap starts to shallow off. As I do, you definitely want, it's a 50 ring gauge, so right in my wheelhouse in terms of, uh, of, of size. So a 64 would be a full inch around. So this is a very, very comfortable mouthfeel uh, cigar at, at a 50, and I wanted it opened up to, to really just about its fullest point. It's uh, a little bit of personal preference on mine to cut just a touch shallow on that, but absolutely, absolutely a, uh, a straight cut going on uh, this Diamond Crown Maximus, uh, the, the number two here. But it's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Now, you know that we are trying out some new intro music for News of the Week. And we, 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 we launched the first one last week. And Fingers Malloy is not allowing COVID to keep him from launching the second one. Are you ready, Fingers? I, I am, but I have a question for you. Is that right? Uh, you know, we, we did last week, it was Norm McDonald. Bless his soul. Norm McDonald. Yes, God bless. Uh, we have three more to choose from. One is the hard hitting. Uh, bumper, Like you listen to it, you're like, oh, my God, these guys, they're going to be busting into some serious news and analysis. And then there are two kind of fun ones. So do you want me to go with a fun one or do you want to go with the my God, they are getting into some serious hardcore. This is a news agency. It's a eat, drink, smoke news machine is what it is. Which one do you want me to choose? Well, now now I want it. Now I want the hard hitting. Hit me hard, hard. fingers, Malloy. Hit me hard. Okay, here we go. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Eat, Drink, Smoke presents the news with America's happy hour anchorman, Fingers Malloy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Oh, my, it's like a news agency. Wow. That was, that's a very good production, Fingers Malloy. So we will eventually have all four of them for you to choose from on the Facebook page, Eat, Drink, Smoke, Facebook.com, Facebook.com, said it better, uh, slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and you'll be able to make the decision. What do you got for us, Fingers? Well, you know, we are very big in Mississippi, Tony. We, we uh, are Mississippi. You can't spell Mississippi without Eat, Drink, Smoke. WJNT in Jackson, WWZQ in Armory and Aberdeen. Mississippi. Well, Mississippi in the legislature there, uh, they're trying to pass a bill to in- increase the state's tobacco tax, Tony. What? Yes. A bill introduced into the Mississippi House of Representatives this week is seeking to raise the state's tobacco taxes from 15 percent of the wholesale price to 22 and a half percent. Holy so crap. So if you had a cigar with an MSRP of $9.50, that change, uh, the increase, it's being estimated that the sticker price would be anywhere from $10.93 to $11.64. That's according to halfwheel.com. And that, kids, is the difference between buying the cigar and not. $2. I want my $2. $2. That's the difference between buying the cigar and not. That's insane. That is so ridiculous, especially when we've seen that creating caps has led to more revenue for states. Michigan proved it. Minnesota proved it. In our beloved Indiana, Fingers Malloy, I've been doing a little work behind the scenes. We now have introduced legislation to take it from 24% to a cap of $0.72 maximum per cigar. Now... 
I still think 72 cents is way too high. Michigan does 50. I think Minnesota does 50. That's been the conversation. That's a much better situation. But at least it caps it, and that creates certainty. And certainty creates opportunity. All business owners will tell you the same thing. When they have an idea of what's happening, they have the ability to move, maneuver, grow, etc. It's when you have uncertainty, and the FDA has provided tremendous uncertainty for the cigar industry, although they've been postponing certain rules on definitions of premium cigars and things like that. And that has been been helpful that they brought it back for, for comment, and then they, they've kind of put things on hold. Very happy about that. They also need to learn a lot about the science of cigars as opposed to cigarettes. They're not the same things. But holy cow, you're going to put people out of business with this one. Absolutely. So our, our listeners in Mississippi should contact their local state legislator. Uh, but, you know, we, we've talked about this in the past where it is very, very difficult at times to, uh, you know, lobby government officials because, uh, too often they try to lump everything together and premium cigars are not cigarettes. It's not vaping. It's a whole different product. And uh, but you mentioned smoking and they want to put it under all under one umbrella. And so, uh, listen, if you are a fan of cigars, if you are, are, are someone that loves to uh, go to your local cigar lounge, you need to contact your local rep. Now, a couple things. If you're listening to us. In, in, in Mississippi, and you want our help uh, trying to reach some people or create some noise, uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, fingers at Eat, Drink, Smoke show.com. We're happy to talk. We're happy to try and help. These estimates, uh, the, the numbers that Fingers has, come from Half Wheel, halfwheel.com. Uh, those guys are no joke. They, they've done the math, and they've got this understood. This has been referred to the House Ways and Means Committee for debate and consideration. So they're still a bit a ways away from this being reality, but this should not be reality. Also, do they, their governor, Tate Reeves, I believe is the governor of Mississippi. Double check me on that finger. Tate fingers, Tate Reeves, R-E-E-V-E-S. I don't know if this is the kind of thing he signs. I mean, just thinking of it politically, guys, just for a moment, a Republican governor is going to be okay with a tax increase? I don't know if that's the move. It is Tate Reeves, correct. Uh, uh, I don't think that's the move he wants to make right there. That, it's, it's a bad move. Bad, bad decision. A job killer. And that's the way it has to be described uh, to the governor and, of course, uh, to uh, the House Ways and Means Committee or the, or the whole House there. Absolutely a job killer. They didn't go yeah. from 15 to 16. 15 to 22.5. Damn. How? Ah. And sure, we're talking about this just being in Mississippi, but this is a story that you need to follow around the country because it can easily happen in your state as well. So you need to pay attention to stories like this. You see this all the time where states get ideas from other states. Oh, it worked over there. Maybe we could sneak that through over here. (laughs) And then they go about trying to to sneak it through. Uh, Mississippi, we're with you. We are with you, and uh, we got to get to Mississippi, man. We got to do some traveling. Once you're healthy, once you are healthy, Fingers Malloy. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. Taco Bell is looking for the leaders of the future. A franchisee training program. 
which is an interesting way of saying if we can't find people who are willing to work, we don't have a future. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Taco Bell has begun recruiting restaurant leaders in the Taco Bell Business School. This, How true to life was Demolition Man with, with Sylvester Stallone and, and uh, Sandra Bullock? Uh, Taco Bell wins the restaurant wars. They win everything. It's a six-week franchisee training program. Three to five candidates who are looking to become owners will be selected for the program. It's done by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence. Um, Yum Brands, Y-U-M apostrophe. There's the Yum Center down there in Louisville. Uh, they, they also do Pizza Hut. They do KFC. Habit Burger, uh, right? They do that uh, as well. And it's in partnership with the University of Louisville. So it's six weeks, Fingers Malloy. This is all you need, just six weeks. And uh, you will uh, be able to learn the skills necessary to open your own franchise. No, it's interesting. Yeah, you you, you go through the six-week program, and after you're done, you get a uh, certificate of completion and a chalupa. <laughs> but I mean, do, you, do, you, do you get, like, do they help you open your own franchise at that moment? And do you have to open a, a Talk About franchise? Can I go and just do it just to learn the skills and then take them elsewhere? But let me ask you this. What, what skills could you learn? Obviously, the, the business side of it, yeah, you could learn some skills, uh, but it's, it's, it's six weeks. But the other stuff, I, you, you can't really translate that to another taco franchise. Like if they teach you how to make different uh, products at Taco Bell, I mean, you're pretty much ripping them off. Supposedly they, they not. Supposedly they say it's training on key business and entrepreneurial skills from financing, growth, and development to marketing and HR. Well, those are skills. Those yeah. are skills you can take other places. So I would assume that when someone is doing this, it's so they can build up the opportunity to have uh, more people engaging in, in franchises. This sounds a little bit more like it's just teaching people the skills and, and helping them get out into the world. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I appreciate it. These are the things we should be doing in high school. Uh, as, as cool as some of those high school courses are, uh, economic, home economics should be required in high school. You should learn how to balance a checkbook. You should understand what a budget is. You should understand that a budget represents your values. When you take a look at your budget and, and you take a look at what you're spending money on, that's what you think is important. You're making a declaration through the dollars. This is what I think is important. This is what matters to me. And when you take a look at that earnestly, you can say to yourself, huh, I value some things that don't actually provide me the value that I'm putting into it. You're putting a lot of dollars into whatever it is. Do you really get that much value out of it? That, I, I think that's a, a legitimate, legitimately good question. And, and we, I think home economics is the place for this to begin. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that people learn Spanish. But if you tell me what's more important, learning Spanish or learning how to budget for your life, the budgeting skills are much more important. Just that's that's my take. And I, and I and I live by that. Yeah, there's a list of things that I'm already coming up with. I've got a daughter who is graduating from high school and, and moving on to college in the fall. And I've got a list of things uh, that I want to walk her through before she leaves. You said that uh, without crying. 
Have you, have you come to grips with this? Uh, well, when we're done with the show, I'm going to be alone locked up in this room. That's when the tears will start flying. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's difficult to think about how, you know, she's going to be going away to school. Uh, but, you know, just part of life. So uh, I'm He's dealing He's going to cry, it, guys. He's going to do it. No, He's going to cry. Just wait no. for it. Three, two, <laughs> any second now. But anyway, the list that I put together, things that you would expect uh, them to learn maybe in high school, like you said, balancing a checkbook or uh, applying for credit or applying for a a mortgage down the road, things to look for uh, going. I'm going to take her out uh, and look at apartments just so she knows the, the questions that need to be asked, the, the, the things that you need to know when you're going into signing a lease, that kind of thing. A lot of this stuff you, you would think would be stuff that they would learn in high school, but it, it, there are things that they're, they're not necessarily being taught. Credit is one of them because kids are not taught exactly how dangerous that all is. They, they, yeah. they don't understand that it's not free money. Having experienced that myself and totally damaged myself for the first years of my life, Uh, I will be setting up my children with secured credit cards, helping them build the credit that way. A a, a limit of like 200, 300 bucks. You don't need it. You don't have the money. You're not spending it. It's just to make it easier to to buy the thing and then making sure at the end of every month you pay it off. And that is how you do the building of the credit. You don't let it hold. You don't pay the 27% interest of where some of these cards are at, 24.99, as if somehow uh, there's there's a difference between those two numbers. Uh, But... Uh, absolutely secured credit cards uh, for for the kids, preset limits that are low, and teaching them that it's not about that. It's not about just buying whatever you want and you'll pay it off later. Later could take five years, and that will you will have bought two of them, even though you only have one of them. Yeah, and then they count on you to make those minimum payments, which, like you said, could take five years to pay off a, a, a purchase, a significant purchase on a credit card. And then they hope you pay it a day or two late, and then they'll ch- you know tack on a ridiculous fee. It'll make you it'll take you even longer to pay that credit card off if you're making the minimum payment. Teaching that skill is extremely important. We we miss we 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 do we do need a rethink. Uh, of education and what it is that matters to us. And for, for us, I think adults, like, what is it that we value? What is it that we want our kids about? What is it that we want a society to value? Right? That's what matters. Now, you also hear, uh, Fingers Malloy, from GoBankingRates.com. Uh, they came up with a list of how much you need to retire in your state. Something you should also go over with your kids. You know, we talked about Mississippi. Um that you need in retirement savings $557,000. That's what they say you need in, in, in Mississippi uh, to be able uh, to, live, to live comfortably. Um, uh, cost of living after using your Social Security, and, and they, they, they figure it, it all out. In Oklahoma, $594,000 is what you need in the bank. Georgia, $613,000. I'm looking for Indiana. Indiana, that's where we are right now. The annual cost of living is 43300 They figure the cost of living after using Social Security is 25000 So you need $629,000 in the bank. Go on down to number 50, Hawaii. The annual cost of living is $88,000. The cost of living after Social Security is 70000 You need $1.7 million wow. in order to be able to live 
Uh, and 49th was California, where you need $1.292 million. Start saving now. Start your kids on that one immediately. Don't That's buy so the true. other beer. Go put the money away. Yeah, because during uh, the survey process, before they came up with this information, they found that 64% of Americans are expected to retire with less than $10,000 in savings. That's a serious problem. Your kid, one of the things I do talk to my kids about, and I'm not the guy who invented this, if you live differently than your friends now, like in your college years and after, you'll live differently than your friends at retirement. And that is a good uh, thing. And therefore, you, when you're saving the money and taking care of yourself, you can spend it on important things like my slippers at MyPillow.com using promo code Tony. You still got to get the deal. We're talking about 40% off the new My Slippers. It took two years to develop and ensure the highest quality and comfort in the My Slippers. It's got the My Pillow patented fill. It's got the impact gel. It's got the memory foam, both moccasin and slip-on style, variety of colors and sizes with quality leather suede and the exclusive three-tier cushioning system. And right now, Mike is offering 40% off the My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code Tony, T-O-N-Y. Promo code Tony, that's all you have to do. You can take advantage of the deep discounts on MyPillow products, the Giza Dream bed sheets, which I use, the MyPillow mattress topper, and the MyPillow towel sets also that I use. Save 40% on the new My Slippers with promo code Tony. That is MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. Smoke in the Diamond Crown Maximus, the number two. Got some spice. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It is clear that this Omicron variant has made people sick across the country. Now, the data shows that it is sick. Uh, Sometimes a slight fever. Sometimes a, a headache. Sometimes a runny nose, sometimes aches and pains, sometimes just exhaustion. And it doesn't matter about anything else. It is just hitting people, and it's just making them feel like crud for a few days. And then they get back to their lives, which is the good thing. We've also seen that we may have very well hit the peak in large parts of the country, and now it's on the way down. Well, it may be on the way down but it's trying to take Fingers Malloy with them. It's eat, drink, smoke, or we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. We're, we're in different spots. I am here at the Cigar Lounge, Blend Bar Cigar, blendbarcigar.com. Fingers Malloy is in his bunker, <laughs> riding it all out. How you feeling? Oh, I feel like $100. Is that right? Uh, no. Uh, actually, I, I no, I, I, I'm... Considering what everyone has gone through over the past two years and how some people were really hit hard. And unfortunately, we've had so many people lose their life because of this virus. Um, I feel incredibly lucky. Uh, I, it feels like I got the COVID light, maybe the uh, Omicron variant. Uh, I just had a little thing going on with my throat where it affected my voice. Uh had a, some sinus issues and uh, fatigue, lots of fatigue. All Most of that is cleared up except for the fatigue. I'm still really, really tired. But when, other than that, I'm fine. When you talk fatigue, what describe what you mean. Because it's been going on for a couple days now uh, yeah. before we, we recorded. Describe the fatigue. Well, it, for, well, first of all, I'm, I'm tired. 
but also it feels like I'm walking through quicksand. There's a heaviness. I feel like I'm maybe five or 10 pounds heavier than I really am. Uh, unfortunately, it also uh, has an impact on uh, other things. Like I, I've got a whole bunch of work I, I, I really need to catch up on. And there's some things, video projects I want to start for Eat, Drink, Smoke. And I just don't have the energy or the ambition to do anything other than sit on my couch because it's just, it feels like it, it takes too much out of me to, to, to do the, the things that I need to do. So, I'll, you know, a lot of it is just, uh, it, just feeling drained in general. Now, now when it comes to your voice, you, you sound a touch stuffed, nothing, nothing mm-hmm. brutal. You sound a, a touch stuffed. It, it is not the normal Michigan nasal that we are used to. <laughs> Here at, 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 at Eat, Drink, Smoke. And we can see each other. We've got the whole video camera set up, uh, done and complete. Uh, you, you look fine. You do. You, you look like you, you, can, you can be a, an Abercrombie and Fitch model from the neck up. You look just, you look absolutely great. Uh, but it's, it's not an achiness. It's just a, oh, I can't believe I have to put one leg in front of the other. Uh, well, there there was some of that early on where I had body aches, and that was one of the, the reasons why I decided to, to go get tested between the voice and then the body aches. Uh, that's kind of gone away other than the, the aches and pains that you get when you become a, you know, a middle-aged man. Those are always you. there, unfortunately. That's why I continue to do hot yoga to try to get rid Sweat of Sweat it those. out, baby. Sweat <laughs> it out. That's, that's exactly what you have to do. So so because of this, uh, I, I'm smoking the cigar. I'm doing the Diamond Crown Maximus Number no. 2, the 7x50, the sun-grown rap, Ecuadorian wrapper, Dominican in the binder and filler. There is a spice here. There is this wood undertone, a little bit of leather. And I decided that I was going to pair this with coffee on recommendation. We were just talking about this earlier. I was talking about I just got myself a new coffee pot. And I, I'll, I'll share that story. But Fingers Malloy knows that the only way to treat his illness is with beer, <laughs> right? And, and is, did you choose a beer because you didn't have a, a bourbon available to you? Or did you choose a beer because, you know what, dang it, I'm not feeling great, and this is, I, just, I just want creature comforts. I just wanted to try something fun. You know, I just mentioned a little bit ago how there are certain things I want to expand when it comes to eat, drink, smoke. And one of the things I thought would be fun to do was maybe uh, do some videos every once in a while uh, doing reviews of, of beer and, you know, maybe some microbreweries, uh, you know, some some beers that maybe people haven't heard of. And so I went uh a month or two ago and grabbed at a local grocery store. They've got a really good beer selection from all over the country, just some singles of different beers from different breweries around the country. And uh, a lot of it is completely out of my comfort zone. You and I have talked previously about how we both kind of gear uh, ourselves towards the, the stouts and the porters. Uh, IPAs are for gifts and for the garbage. That, so, is, that is our general theory. Give yeah. it to other people who may want to drink it or throw it right away. Sorry, IPA people. Sorry. Right. This is why I don't do the beer because I, I'm just, I'm not kind enough on it. Dang it. I just can't find love in certain things. So I'm glad you're doing the beer. And you, did you just have one in the fridge or had you picked this up specifically because you knew you wanted to, to, to talk about it? Well, I, it looked like a fun beer, uh, definitely out of my comfort zone. It's from Fatheads Brewery in Ohio, and it is called the Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale. The Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale. 
Yes, and according to uh, fatheads.com, that's their site. It's brewed with uh, fresh harvested spring honey and infused with fresh blueberries. And you're going to drink so, this. Again, out of my comfort zone, uh, you know, an ale is, is fine. I'm not usually one uh, for, for some of these in, in you know, uh, fruit infused beers, but uh, it, it looked like a lot of fun. So now this is five point. This is 5.3% alcohol by a volume right here. It does come out of, of, of Ohio. Um, the freshly harvested spring honey infused with the fresh blueberries, as you're talking about, a light, refreshing ale, uh, and has uh, uh, supposedly a bit of malt flavor to it. So, Fingers Malloy, you're doing it right from the bottle, too. Yes, absolutely. God <laughs> bless. Who needs a glass? I was going to pour it in a dirty glass, but I decided to go right out of the bottle um, there isn't. There's He's a, doing the nose light, right now. Yeah, a light blueberry uh, scent on the nose, but it's nothing that's overpowering. Some, it's not like uh, punching you in the face with blueberry or honey, but uh, we're going to go in right now. Here he goes. Do. The Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale from Fathead's Brewery and Saloon. He has taken the sip. He has done um, uh, the – I was going to try to think something with Ohio, and I couldn't do it. O-H-I-O. Fingers Malloy, where are you with that first couple sips? The Cincinnati sip? The well, no, because that's a C and an S. The C, yeah. you, Cincinnati chomp won't work. The Toledo taste. He's doing the Toledo <laughs> taste. <laughs> well, I, I have to tell you, it's very crisp, very clean. Um, there isn't a lot of uh, honey blueberry flavor. It's just a hint of blueberry. Uh, and I'm not really getting much honey off of this. Uh, I have to say, you know, six-pack runs anywhere from 10 to $12. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to, to, to drinking more of this. It's, 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 it's nice. It's crisp, just a light blueberry flavor, nothing overpowering, and not much honey. It's I want to see, as you drink this, as you're, you're downing it quickly, like, like it's NyQuil, uh, I want to see if the blueberry builds, right? Because if there's just a little undercurrent, maybe that's interesting to people. If it builds... That'll definitely change your palate. That'll change everything. And it's certainly not something I would recommend with a cigar. Uh, blueberry with a cigar, I don't, I can't imagine how that goes together. The Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale is what Fingers Malloy is uh, drinking. If you've had it, let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash smoke. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat Drink Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash eat drink smoke and Instagram at eat drink smoke podcast. So COVID giveth and COVID taketh away. And this is not about mocking people who have gotten sick. This is not about mocking people who have died. Please save your emails. People want to get outraged by everything. And that's not the conversation we're having. It's eat drink smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, just like we were talking about with Peloton. When people were stuck at home, absolutely they were buying. They can get to the gym now. They're going out now. So much less buying that Peloton has announced that they're no longer manufacturing because they want to see what happens with the market. McDonald's and Starbucks, and talk about taking away, they're shortening their hours because of Omicron. Now, this is different than lockdowns. And just for clarity's sake, I'm Tony Katz. That's Fingers Malloy. I oppose all lockdowns, and I have always opposed lockdowns. I, I, it, it is a mistake to think, regardless of what's happening, that you can stop society and somehow make things better. 
you can't. It's just not the way any of it works. There's no rational purpose for it. And so many of us now have seen this. We've seen what lockdowns have done. We've seen what it's done to business. We've seen what it's done to our kids. And we're like, yeah, this is just not a way to do things. And this is still a continuing fight that's going on. But when it comes to Omicron and people being sick with these with these flu-like symptoms, as, as we're seeing it in Fingers Malloy, right now in quarantine because of it, uh, a, a little bit of body ache, uh, he's got the fatigue uh, going on, he's a touch nasally. What, what, have I described it right, Fingers? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but apparently uh, I didn't realize that I'm nasally all the time. Uh, no, you have the perfect Michigan nasal voice. Okay. You... Fingers, do you not know this about yourself? Uh, I've been told, uh, you know, I, listen, I have been in central Indiana now for 21 years, and I still have people walk up to me and ask me if I'm from Canada. Eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> we both did it. That's great. Um, so what's happening is people are doing the right thing as I see it. They're sick. They're staying home. That's the right thing to do. Rational people do this. It's like when you when you, when your kid is playing on the playground and there's some other kid chock full of snot. You're like, why? Why'd you bring your kid to the playground? Or you see him in school. Don't send your kid sick to school. We say it all the time. The rules don't change right now. They don't change at all. So people are doing the right thing. Well, a lot of people have this 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 cruddy feeling. Have this issue. And that means that they don't have the staffs. So McDonald's and Starbucks are shortening their hours. Fingers, you've talked about going through the Indianapolis International Airport and some of the restaurants there are closing at 6 p.m. And you had a, a, a conversation with one of the managers at one of the places there. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, it's a it's a weekday at the airport. It's almost six o'clock. I'm thinking I'm going to get a uh, an adult beverage before I get on the plane, maybe a sandwich. And they're closing up shop at one of the two or three restaurant bars at the airport and the manager was standing right there i wasn't causing a scene tony you know i'm a likable lovable guy yes you are for any trouble uh i just was so incredibly shocked when the server said we're closing and he noticed the look on my face and he he apologized he said listen i i know it's it's not even six o'clock yet but i'm lucky enough to be able to staff one shift let alone going into a second shift so we have to close so you already have the issue with people not coming back to work, which is still prevalent amongst all retail in every category, and more categories just than retail, but every part of retail is having trouble finding people. And now that you, you, you've got this, I am surprised we haven't seen more school closings going on because teachers are getting this as well. I'm not mad at them. Stay home. It makes sense society can handle a couple of days of the kids not going to school, right? Well, they can handle that. It's, that's far, it's far different than a lockdown. Well, I know there are many school districts who are, they're absolutely desperate for substitute teachers and, and <laughs> putting the call out there and email blast to parents saying, are, are, is there any way you can come in and substitute right now? Because we have so many teachers who are, calling in sick because of, of, of COVID. And so unfortunately we may see some closings down the road because, you know, there's, there's definitely been an uptick in COVID cases. In central Indiana, there've been schools that have gone to e-learning for a day here or two days there because of bus drivers. They oh. can't find the bus drivers. And this is going to become a growing problem 
because people don't see being a bus driver as a career and they don't see it as a part-time gig. It's just not something they're interested in. Well, if you can't get your kids to school, this is going to become a real, real thing. So this is where things are having a, a negative effect. On the other side of this is Kentucky, where you've got uh, the, the Kentucky bourbon people, who uh, I, I adore, the Kentucky Distillers Association. They are saying that COVID has had a $9 billion impact in Kentucky alone. And they're hiring left and right. They have doubled the number of jobs in the bourbon industry since 2009. And this $9 billion has all been COVID impact. And it's amazing. Yeah, the distillery industry employs over 22,000 people with uh, $1.23 billion annual payroll. Uh, Here's the really, this is what's really interesting. This is according to Kentucky.com. The average salary in the bourbon industry Topped $100,000 for the first time at $101,000. That's the average salary, Tony, in the bourbon industry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, say that again. The I, I was busy salary. writing my resignation letter for radio. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get to hear that. Hold on a second. Let me just finish. Uh, to whom it may concern. <laughs> F you. I've gone drinking. <laughs> Sincerely. Tony Katz. Be best. <laughs> Be best. <laughs> YOLO Tony A hundred grand Wow what? I did not know it was that high Holy cow man Oh I did not know it was that high Oh that's that's impressive That is impressive And, and uh, go ahead I'm sorry go ahead fingers Well and, and you're making that kind of money in Kentucky which has usually, you know, you, you think of Kentucky as a place where there's uh, it, it, the, the cost of living is a little bit uh, less expensive than, say, if you're making 100 grand in Manhattan. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. This is why uh, there's no such thing. You know, there, there's this conversation that often comes up economically called the living wage. We need to pay a living wage. And somehow the number got decided at $15 an hour. There's no such thing as a living wage because fingers of what exactly you just said. Living in Kentucky, living in Bowling Green is different than living in Manhattan. Living in Bowling Green is wonderful. Living in Lexington is wonderful. I, I'm, I'm all in favor of it. But 100 grand goes a lot, lot, lot further. It, 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 it's not a deniable thing. And that's why the, the living wage doesn't exist. And in the midst of this all, right, you got McDonald's and Starbucks on, on this side. You got the bourbon industry on that side. There is now an apprenticeship program being launched that wants to recruit teenagers, 18 to 20-year-olds, to be driving big rigs across the country because the trucker shortage is real. It is problematic. The supply chain issues in terms of getting things off of the ships in Los Angeles and Long Beach actually is secondary to the problem of how are you going to get that product now to Kentucky, to Indiana, to New York, to anywhere. Real issue. And I'm a big, big fan of this concept right here. Although I would argue uh, maybe you need uh, the, the federal government to allow these rules changes, but it's really got to be up to private industry to be recruiting these people. Yeah, I mean, usually I'm a really big free market guy, and you know, I look to the market for these solutions. That usually means higher pay and better recruitment. But they've they've been screaming for years 
that they need more people getting into the trucking industry and people just aren't doing it for a number of reasons. And now when you start talking about these supply chain shortages and empty shelves, I could see where the government would want to step in and try to figure out a way to help recruitment. But the stepping in has to be about a reducing of regulations and allowing the market to have more opportunities. And that's what I like about this. Fingers Malloy drinking the Fatheads Brewery and Saloon Bumbleberry Honey Blueberry Ale, and he has finished it. He finished it, ladies and gentlemen, and he is a fan. I am smoking the Diamond Crown Maximus Number no. 2 Churchill, the sun-grown. This is in my humidor. A stick or two, not a box, a stick or two. The number two Maximus Sungrown is in my humidor. Fingers feel better. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Next time. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today.